what's going on today i want to talk about the stock market and this horrible crash that happened today i'm going to give you seven reasons why the stock market appears to be dying i'm going to talk to you about what jeremy grantham had to say about the market and why he feels that this is the worst bubble of all time and then at the end of the video i'm going to talk to you about a stock that i really like and that i'm actually invested in i doubled down on my investment right when i saw the market decline so get comfortable buckle up seatbelt we're going to get started on the black financial channel right now Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we, we seek understanding and economic intelligence uh, under the B1 philosophy. B1 means black first. Black first means that everything I talk about is related to black people. It doesn't mean you can't uh, be here if you're not black. It just means that we put our people first. B1 also means we educate our kids. B1 means we teach our children about wealth. B1 means we prepare for the future because we refuse to be victims. B1 means that black people are going to position ourselves to win. If you agree with this philosophy, put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat. Hashtag B1. What's up to all my B1 folks, Rosemario and Alahu and Andre and Stevie and Alma. I see you. Alma is my late grandmother's name, so I love that name a lot. I got an auntie named Alma also. And also shout out the, uh, the name of your city so we know what city you guys are coming from. So, uh, so as you shout out your city, I'd like to ask you all a question. How many of you got your butt kicked uh, in the market today? How many of you? How many of you are feeling a little bit, a little bit hurt, a little bit sad today, <laughs> a little bit like, a little bit worried, a little bit confused, a little bit uh, uh, uncomfortable with, with what's happening in the market? Give me a yes in the chat if you if your stocks kind of took a beating today because today was just an ugly day. Oh God, it was messy, big messy. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, days like this happen. You know, um, like New Edition says, storms will come. This we know for sure. This we know for sure. But tell me, baby, can you stand the rain? But right now it is raining. It says right here on CNBC, the Dow dropped about 1,100 points for its biggest decline since 2020. As the, the sell-off of this year on Wall Street continues, I think that the Dow's gone down for seven straight weeks. So seven straight weeks of bad news that you've gotten. This has been pretty ugly. And I know that it's painful to watch and it's hard to watch. And it's like watching a freaking horror story. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you seven factors that I'm seeing right now in terms of what's really driving this market and what's hurting this economy. And and, and the things that are going to really cause you to have a little bit of discomfort as time goes on. And before I go on, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, I want to remind everybody, if you want to become the perfect investor, we are hosting the Black Wealth Summit in July, July 1st through the 3rd in New Orleans at the same time as the Essence Music Fest. I've gathered with Julian Gordon, a real estate expert, Lene Javette, an expert on entrepreneurship. I'm going to be there doing stocks. My wife will cover relationships. My brother Lawrence is going to cover generational wealth. We're going to be there three days all during the Essence Fest. So you can come down and party at the Essence and go to the concerts and have a good time, but also you can come there and learn and grow and get stronger and become the perfect investor. That's what I'm going to train you how to do. So feel free to go to voicewalkings.com, look at the link at the top, and you can get a discount on the passes for the next 48 hours. So come on down to the Essence and have fun with us at that time. Now, with that said, let's move on. So here are seven factors that I believe are driving uh, the stock market volatility, seven factors that if they get worse, could worsen the condition. Right now, what is happening is the stock market is like your little cousin that just went to the hospital. So little Pookie got shot or little Pookie's sick or whatever, whatever it is, whatever scenario you want to imagine. So I'm the financial doctor that's basically saying, we got your son, your, your cousin in surgery and here's what's going on. And we're, we're watching them very closely uh, because these are the conditions that if they get worse, they could cause things to actually get worse. So in the stock market, you got a few factors. Number one, you got the war in Ukraine and Russia. Any sort of geopolitical conflict tends to cause 
volatility in markets because it creates uncertainty. It also creates uh, a lot of problems in terms of the supply of commodities. So the price of oil has been hit heavy, heavy by what's going on in Russia. You've got economic warfare that is always even heavier than what's going on with tanks and guns, but you've also got you know, everything from technological warfare to economic warfare. So that war, if it gets worse, that's going to hammer your stocks even more. If it gets better, it, it, it could lead to a boost. Uh, number two, China has a COVID issue. China has this belief that they can contain COVID and have zero cases. I think that's crazy. I think that's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. But China believes that. So China believes whatever it's going to believe. Well, if that gets worse, then what happens is China is unable to feed the world and supply the world the way that they do at the level that they were doing before. That causes a further economic slowdown. But if they get past the COVID thing or if they re release that policy um, that, you know, on, on this zero COVID fantasy, then you might see China actually um, start to do well, which will actually boost the economy. Number three, the Federal Reserve has gone from being your greatest ally to being your worst enemy. Imagine your best friend who had your back, who supported you, who would, would help you even pay the rent if you, if you asked them to. And then imagine if that person suddenly became your enemy. So instead of giving you money, they're taking away money. Instead of helping you, they're hurting you. Instead of being your ally, they're, 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 they're stalking you to try to take you down. Well, that's kind of what the Fed is doing. The Fed uh, created uh, the, a bubble unlike anything that we've seen in a, at least 20 or 30 years. I mean, the Fed, in fact, this is not, this is something we've never seen in out throughout economic history in the United States. I'm not even going to say the last 20 or 30 years uh, because I'm actually going to compare it to the tech bubble in a minute. Uh, the tech bubble occurred around the year 2000. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But really, I don't think they've seen anything like this in a while since the Great Depression. The Fed just really went overboard in terms of pumping up the economy unnecessarily. Now you're paying a price for that. So now the Fed is not only taking away everything that they've given, they're actually um, taking away things that they didn't give you. <laughs> they're, 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 not just, uh, they're not just slowing down the quantitative boost. They're not just slowing down the boost. They are actually deflating the economy. They're taking air out of the economy. So, so this is going to be bad. This is when your stocks are really going to hit a price that they're that's more realistic anyway, uh, without the prop up of the Fed. So that stock that that went from uh, that went from I don't know uh, three hundred dollars to one hundred dollars, and you're thinking it's a great deal. Well, that stock might drop to fifty. Okay, so just be ready for that. Just be ready for the fact that it could be a pain in the butt. And when I give you the stock that I like at the end of this video. I want you to know for sure, I am a long-term investor. I go Warren Buffett style. I'm looking at five years down the line, uh, at least three years, preferably five to 10 years. I'm not talking about a stock that's going to do well this year. I'm talking about stock that will do well by the year 2027. Uh, that's how you build wealth. You build wealth through long-term investing, not short-term rolling the dice. And you see what rolling the dice has done. A lot of people are going broke right now. They're getting hammered right now because they were betting on low quality assets. Those are the ones that die first. So let me keep going. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. All right. Number four, the number four factor is inflation. Inflation is uh, a significant problem right now. They keep thinking they've got it under control. It's kind of the wild bull where they're trying to lasso it in. And, uh, and there are some people who believe that they might actually slow down uh, the inflation, that they're actually going to get it under control. Uh, and I've heard that analysis. But then there are some people who think it's getting worse. Target uh, has released numbers saying inflation is getting bad. Uh, Walmart released numbers saying we didn't meet our, our, our revenue numbers because inflation or we didn't meet our profitability numbers because inflation is getting bad. Uh, Home Depot has released reports saying our inflation is getting bad. So ultimately, what they're talking about is on two fronts. One, they're talking about just their costs of raw materials, their costs of labor, their costs of everything. Then they're talking about their customers. Their customers have less discretionary income because most of their money is being spent on regular household goods. When you got to use your credit card just to eat and feed yourself, you're not going to take time to go on a vacation. You're not going to spend money on a new car. 
right? So ultimately, that's what you're dealing with with inflation. Inflation is the big beast that everybody's fighting against. Now, the one thing that was holding the economy together relates to number five on this list. Number five is corporate earnings. Corporate earnings have always been kind of the savior of this economy. Even when we had high inflation, the benefit was even though we had high inflation, we also had high corporate earnings. So it's kind of like that's kind of like, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, she, she got pregnant too soon, but at least she had a lot of good sex in the meantime. Well, well, that one good thing, that good thing that you had, that good thing with corporate earnings is 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 under question. A lot of people think the companies may not make their numbers next time. In the last quarter, you had a large, overwhelming majority of companies that actually surpassed their expected their earnings expectations. Now you're going to have you're having companies that are re, re, revising their expectations downward. You have some of the stalwarts, the powerhouses, the apples and others that are starting to kind of look a little bit shaky. Uh, you have uh, big companies that were, were, were just, just look like ATM machines that are kind of saying, whoa, you know, we, we might not be able to really do what we've always done. That's a problem. That, that means your big horses are not necessarily able to pull the load like before, which increases the risk of a recession, increases the risk of not just a recession, but a double recession, which is called stagflation. Again, that's a slow economy with high inflation. You don't want that. That's a possibility. That's just life. That's how things work. Number six, you've got a lot of companies that are now reversing. Before, you had a problem where there were too few employees and too many jobs, right, because the economy was overheating and all those other now, uh, the other day, you guys saw on this channel, I did a video about um, Amazon, and Amazon laid off 150 workers. That's only 2% of their workforce, but that's a big deal. Amazon hasn't been in a layoff mode for a decade. Amazon hasn't been losing subscribers in a decade. They lost 200,000 subscribers this quarter, and I'd be curious to see what happens next quarter. I think that the loss of 200,000 subscribers might be an exaggeration because one of the reasons Amazon lost so many subscribers was because they pulled out of Russia. When they pulled out of Russia, they lost 700,000 in Russia. So if you add to Russia back in, it goes from negative 200,000 to positive 500,000. But that's a pittance compared to what Amazon is normally expected to do. They, they're normally expected to do two or three million uh, new subscribers per quarter. But remember, high growth levels like that are not sustainable. You can't keep growing at that rate forever. It's it's damn near impossible to do. So it's it was only a matter of time before Amazon slowed down because you can't. What are they going to do? Start signing aliens up? I mean, I know that Congress is having UFO hearings in the next week, and maybe they're going to sign some aliens up for Netflix or something. But really, you can't. I, I know. I, I said Amazon. I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me. I said Am. I said. See, I said Amazon, and I meant to say Netflix. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Come on, boys. Come on. Get it right. All right. Thank you for correcting me. I appreciate that. I meant to say Netflix. I meant to say Netflix. But if you want to know what I think about Amazon, I think Amazon's a good investment right now. I think in this environment, Amazon's kind of the big ship you'd, you'd want to be on. So I, I do like Amazon as a stock. So my apologies for getting that wrong. Forgive me. All right. The last piece, here's number seven. Number seven reason that or number seven factors kind of happening right now is investor sentiment. Investors are panicking right now. Investors are nervous. Uh, when investors are confident and feeling good, they're they're just you know doing this. They're just making it rain. They're just out there. You know the way you feel when you just got paid and it's Friday night and you're super generous and you're paying for everything. You're buying up the bar, buying up the club, whatever. Well, think about how you feel the day before payday when your money's all gone and you're on your last couple of nickels. Well, right now investors are kind of freaking out and panicking. They call um they call it uh, uh what is it uh. The wealth effect, the wealth effect is kind of kicking in. So a lot of investors are not feeling as loose and comfortable with investing as they should be. Now, remember this Warren Buffett had an old saying that I really liked where he said, you should be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. That means that you should be buying when others are selling. You should be selling when others are buying. So basically uh, what I would say is, or if you want to know what I'm doing, I'm buying. I'm buying a lot of stuff. I'm buying everything I can get my hands on because I want to own as many shares as possible because I believe for sure that at some point all this will pass. And when it does pass, it's going to work. It's going to be fine. 
But the problem is right now, your cousin Pookie, who's in the hospital, he's got a lot of stuff in his system, right? Pookie was hooked on dope. Uh, y'all, you, you know, you, you know, everybody got at least one cousin like that. He was hooked on drugs, so we're gonna have him in the hospital for a while to get the drugs out of his system. We're gonna get him out of the thug life. We're gonna rehab him, get him some education, fix him up a little bit, and that's kind of what you have with the stock market. You have a stock market that has been doped up with Fed money for 10 years. And that 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 all that all that dope is gonna have to run itself through the system so that you can actually have a cleaner economy. Your economy is a mess right now, long term and short term, because uh, not only did they over pump money into the economy and create what they call asset inflation, but also remember your government debt is now $30 trillion. So, so even though Pookie's gonna be clean, he's gonna come out of the rehab clinic like fresh off the dope with a healthy body, He's still going to have to deal with the consequences of the choices he made over the last five or 10 years. Well, the Fed is always going to have the consequences of the $30 trillion in government debt that we've taken on. That's not going to go away. It's going to go to $35 trillion, $40 trillion, $50 trillion. There will never be a time, in my view, in the next 200 years where government debt is going to go the other direction. It's going, It can only go up. It almost. I, I can't think of a time where it's really gone down. Maybe it has, but I don't know of that time. So ultimately, you've got some messy stuff happening. Uh, that's kind of what it is. Now, uh, do me favor hit the thumbs up button thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up share subscribe if you haven't done it yet and uh, also just a reminder if you want to join us at the uh, the black wealth summit uh, which is going to be in new orleans uh during the essence fest uh we're, we're going to cover real estate stocks and getting your business off the ground 10x in your business that's what Najavet is going to be there for she's a business a startup specialist and also a startup a, a strategist uh, she's really good at what she does uh feel free to go to voicewalkers.com you can look for the passes over there you can also do a free trial on my stock market investing class or get get lots of free stuff so feel free to go to voicewalkers.com and take a look all right so a uh, couple more things uh one Jeremy Grantham says that this is the worst bubble. Jeremy Grantham is a really smart guy. He's 83. He's been around for a long time. He's seen a lot of different situations. And uh, he's kind of like an old school uh, football coach who's, who's played in a lot of different types of games, a lot of different types of styles. So he knows what's what's going on right now. He can compare it to history. Grantham says that he's seen signs that this bubble is worse or it's bad or worse than the bubble of 2000. He said the main difference between now and the tech bubble of 2000 is that in the in the bubble of 2000, which was horrible, by the way, it was absolutely horrible. Uh, it almost killed Amazon. Amazon almost died during that tech bubble. It was crazy. Uh, and uh, he said the only difference was that the markets were kind of segmented a little bit. Like, like, you know, when the stock market crashed, it didn't bring down the housing market and other markets with it. In this case, all that stuff could come tumbling down. What he's saying is that this could be the beginning, that this could really get even worse than what it is. So I just want to remind you, don't go in buying expecting that everything's just going to get better. And what's going to happen is you're going to get a lot of false flag scenarios like you did yesterday. You're going to see happy days. The sun's going to come out. Everything's going to be shining. And uh, and you're, you're going to, it's going to look like the market's on its way back up again. And this it's, it's just gonna it's gonna say oh psych sucker you know sorry so actually yesterday when i saw the market take off i didn't make a move i just sat there i said okay you know what i don't think this is gonna last and today it plummeted again so everything you gained yesterday disappeared and you lost even more than we we, we lost even more than that because i'm in the same market as you now one thing you may want to consider is if you're interested in moving over to safer assets so you want to shift your money over to something else uh to protect it or whatever the case may be Maybe on those days or those weeks when the market does kind of show some signs of life, maybe that's a time to go ahead and sell a little bit, take a little off the top, or maybe pull some cash off and put it to the side uh, to protect you and give yourself financial security. Uh, because I, I think you want to really make sure you think about all these things as an investor. Now, the stock that I love right now, I really like Uber. I bought a lot of Uber stock uh, today. 
Um, I also bought a lot of Neo. I like Neo and Uber. So if you want to know uh, a couple stocks that I like that I bought, um, Uber is one. Um, I just have reason to believe based on my research that Uber is a, a good long-term investment. I also added some Neo in my portfolio also. So that's what I did uh, personally. I'm not telling you what to do. This is not investing advice, but this is what I did with with my money. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that you guys uh, uh, understand what's going on a little bit better. Uh, it was wonderful seeing you as always. And, uh, and and just a reminder, of course, you know, you guys know if you want to teach your kids about wealth, we have excellent financial workbooks for kids. We're getting some flashcards back in pretty soon as well. So feel free to go to financialworkbooks.com if you'd like to teach your kids about economics. Uh, it will get them ahead of the curve. I cannot overstate to you the importance of teaching your children about economics early. Do not put them on the slave path, on the corporate plantation path. Do not put them on that path. Let, let them get a job if they want to, but teach them how to build real wealth and how to rate and make real money, not how to just go work for people because that's not a good move for black people. We have to think better. And part of being B1 means preparing for the future. So get it done, get it done, get it done. All right, guys, have a good day. God bless you. I love you. And it's wonderful talking to you. If you can hit the thumbs up button on your way out and also subscribe, I'd appreciate it. And I'll see you guys soon. Take care now. Peace.